14 podcast and uh <laughs> i don't know what else there is to say man uh just when you think it couldn't get any worse it gets worse uh we're gonna try to keep the vibes up for everyone obviously on this podcast but i just feel like a relative died i just feel like a relative died avery how are you feeling man i would say more like dog died like someone closer in your family that you're around more Dude, that sucked. That like, and I I made a TikTok about this, and maybe we could talk about this. Is I don't know if I've ever rooted for like a baseball, like a, a Blue Jays team that I've just haven't really had like a long stretch of enjoying watching them play baseball. Like I, I mentioned it to you tonight on the stream. It's like I don't like I just don't enjoy watching this team play. It's just it's a boring, boring, boring brand of baseball, which is something that we're not used to. We're used to these. Teams that hit a million home runs and just score a shit ton of runs with not the great, well, not the greatest pitching, but it just, I, I don't enjoy watching this team right now. I, it, it, I, I'm speaking facts, obviously. It's just, it, it's, it's tough to watch, man. It really is. Yeah. I d- you definitely aren't wrong about that. It's a weird, different style of Blue Jays baseball that we've seen past couple of years. I, I don't know where I'm at right now. I'm just fucking like, I'm just sad. There's no, no other way to put it. Like, a split. We were happy with splitting this series, and boy, did we not split. We didn't even come close to splitting. We didn't even come close. But the thing is, Avery, we have every right to be mad and angry and stuff about this, man. We cover this team like this is our, this is our fucking lives, dude. Oh, like this we catastrophic week, like terrible week. Like this is you and I, we dedicate our lives to this fucking team, man. We sweat every single pitch day in, day out. We evaluate, we watch everything. We do the streams. We do two podcasts a week. We stay up late to do this stuff. And it's just the team we cover. And I'm not boo-hoo feel bad for me. We get paid for it. Just the team, the team we cover is just, they, they're just flat. Like the stepbrothers quote, you're flat back there. You're flat. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what it's, just, it, it's bad. It's terrible. Yeah, you're like you're just right, man. You're gonna have times like this though. Like, we don't get to pick and choose every year what team you root for. We root for the Toronto Blue Jays every year. Yeah. So that's a good way to put it. It's just you're, you're going to have to go go through the ups and downs. This year shouldn't have been, and is kind of not a down year because of where we are in the playoff race and kind of what the record is. This wasn't the team I thought would end up like this. But again, in, in 21, I don't think that was a team that we thought would end up like that with that offense. So, But it's a little bit different, though. I, I don't think the 2021 team had aspirations of this, like, World Series-esque type of team. Like, I don't think that was the talks around the 2021 team. I really don't. This year and last year, you have the tons of the talks, like, the movie, the whatever, all that stuff that we get old takes exposed on. And then this year you have Brandon Belt saying we should like, we have the team to win a world series. And then the Kevin Kiermaier quote on Sunday, holy shit. It's just like. We knew that quote would come and bite us in the ass. I didn't think it would happen four days later. (laughs) It's a good point when he said that. And I, I, and that's what I know. It's just all these uh, blue Jays, like, the Twitter accounts, like these Blue Jays Twitter accounts were like, oh, no, here we go again. And that's just what Toronto sports is. It's getting old takes exposed on dumb comments. And it's just, he messied. He messied. 
he fucked up. It, it was a bad and dumb quote, but I'm not going to use this whole jinx type of stuff. Obviously, I, I believe in it to a certain extent, but not like I'm not, like that ruined the entire series. Just it's depressing. Like it, it's I'm not even really I don't know other than tomorrow on Jock Night with the boys. I don't know if I want to go to another game again. Like it's just you know what you're going to get when you go to a game. It's going to be no run production, and it's going to be just like a four three three two game if your pitching staff can hold it up. Like that that's all you're going to get. Yeah, and and you get the Rays and the Yankees. Like, no one exciting coming into town. You get the beat-up pedophile Rays and the fucking shit-bum Yankees. So, I, I'm i with you there. Like, I know we have to stream and do all that stuff, but there's not... Sometimes we'll look at games and we'll talk to each other. We'll text each other. It's like, yeah, like, we have to go to one of those. And so we ha- we'll have our ticket guy reach out. He's like, okay, do you guys want any games the rest of September? I yeah, mean, they reach out to me, and I'm like, honestly, man, I I don't think I do, bro. Yeah, I I, I don't think I do, and I appreciate all the people doing that and all that type of stuff. It's just, it's I, I don't know, like, and the 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 sad thing is, is we have to get there because they're in the hunt. So don't totally abandon this team as a fan base, but right now it's just it's it's tough. It's a really really tough time to be a fan right now. And I know you look at the paper, you look at the sheet, and it says the Jays are one and a half games back. Obviously, one and a half games back is nothing, but it's like it's such an uphill battle from now. If you include the tiebreaker, if you include the tiebreaker, Avery, it's two and a half games, right? Technically, because you got you can't get in a tiebreaker with any of the two teams you're chasing. No, nope, so it's like not. two and a half games to make up in 15 left games. It's like, fuck, it really puts it into reality for you, man. It really does. And I'm not not to harp on it, just that's all we like. This is this is raw for us right now. Like this this game just happened. They just got swept. This isn't a podcast two days after the sweep. This is directly after the game. So it's 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 really sad. It's really tough to watch, Abe. I, I don't know what else there is to say, bro. It was just an unacceptable series for a team that has playoff aspirations. Yeah. It's not as much as I want to say it. It's still baseball. It's not over. It's no longer early, Mike Wilner. It is now very late. But it's not it's not over. So as much as I want to be negative today, I'm trying to trying to find something to look forward to. Positive things. Let's go on to the positive things here. Um actually I just read this from Ben Nicholson Smith. The Jays have to go eleven and four and so on, um to make up for this two and a half games, and they have to hope Seattle finishes eight and eight. So if Seattle so here we go. If Seattle finishes eight and eight, the Jays have to go ten and five. If Seattle finishes nine and seven, the Jays have to go eleven and four. Yikes! <laughs> That's not fucking good, Abe. That's not good, bro. You put yourselves in this hole, so the team's got to find a way to dig themselves out. They just they they need. I, I keep saying it. They need a run, and they do. But let's go into some positive things. Great weather. Um, Avery uh, touched this, touched on this in the stream. This is the best weather on you. you this is the, this is your favorite weather in the year? Is it because it's not too hot? It's not too cold. No, right? as like, a, right? as a big as a bigger guy, like I think these two weeks right now fucking rock. Like it gets a little chilly at night. You toss the sweater on, but during the day it's still pretty warm. If you can go sweater and shorts, that's my ideal fit all the time. I respect that. I respect that. Another thing, uh, me and Avery are coworkers now. Uh, I, uh, I work at owner's box. Um, obviously I made that announcement on, I believe Sunday I made the announcement. Um, I'm fired up for it. Obviously I know I said, I'm so here, up. this was my thinking. I love when we don't talk to each other for a long time 
and then get on the pod and rehash things that have happened. So I was just like, fuck, like we're going to see each other every single day. Is it going to be tough to kind of rehash the things? And that's just like, just not going to fucking happen. I think we could just talk all day together. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's whatever. Like we just, (laughs) but the thing is though, is like when, when we're desk mates, obviously we don't really talk that much about Blue Jays baseball. We just shoot the shit about <laughs> phantom shit. Like, yeah, we just talk about, about random shit. About the dumbest things you could ever talk about, probably. Yeah. Coach is right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much just, like, scrolling Twitter. Yeah, no, it's fun. It's simultaneously. Fun. And obviously, if you guys support us, man, support us over at Owner's Box, obviously. Lines at lunch at 12 o'clock every single day. You can see me and Avery on there. Um, so we'll be doing a shit ton of content now with that. And obviously it's not going to affect gate 14. It's not going to change anything. It's just, if anything, it's going to be more gate 14 stuff. So you're going to be seeing me and Avery do more stuff. So it's awesome for the brand. You how do you, how it. do you feel your first corp desk job? Sorry, this is not a corp job, but your first no, desk it job. It is for me though. I've never had a desk job. Like my other jobs I've worked, like I mentioned lumber yard. I've worked at like, uh, um, Red Bull driving around the van, which is like outside. And then my other job was handing out coupons outside in my car. Right. So I, I've never really had a job where I've just been stagnant. I don't know if that's the right word, but I've never yep. had a job where I've like sat down and just like sat at a computer and like type shit and like actually worked on stuff. So, um, and make like, made like videos and actually work on some stuff I actually enjoy doing. Yep. Um, I want the biggest thing I've noticed is I'm not like, you've never really had like a real job like that Avery. So you can't really take a step back and be like, wow, I'm so fucking lucky to be doing this. I had some, I, sh- I had some shitty jobs, like, but not but... as long as I, like, you know, having worked, you no. have to work like the real adult jobs where it's like, you're out on the road, just grinding by yeah, yourself. Oh, yeah. Right. Like I've had a chance to step back and be like, all right, this is, this is all, this is fucking awesome. Like I, I get to just talk sports for a living. Like, you yeah. know, it, it, it is. I'm, I'm like three and a half years into it now. And it's just like, yeah, I'm just showing up to work to do my shit every day. Yeah. So, it's an awesome fucking job to have, dude. If I had to work in like a bank or do accounting, I'd I'd have some mental health problems probably. So it's nice. It is awesome where the work you have to do is based on sports. Like you can always learn stuff and keep going, things like that at work instead of stuff you don't really care about for the rest of your life. So yeah, like kinda... just doing a fucking Excel spreadsheet report on something random, like you don't care about or any of that type of stuff, right? Yeah. So it's it's a blessing again to work for it. I I don't take the time to step back and think about it nearly. It's also so enough. raw to me too, right? Like yeah. that's that's the thing. So it is a little bit different. But yeah, no, it is sick. But uh, anyways, going back into the Jays stuff, we got to talk about Alec Manoa. Um, obviously, the reports come out that Alec Manoa is like kind of refused the demotion, uh, refused to go down to AAA because uh, I guess he believed he wasn't it wasn't deserving or I, I don't know where he was at on it, but I'll tell you what it is. What a pathetic, pathetic swallow your pride. Fucking joke. This dude is dude. You're struggling. I can see it. A 90 year old who's never watched baseball can see you're struggling on the mound out there. And the fact that you can't see it, you can't swallow your pride and say, you know what, man, I've been bad for this team. The best thing for this team, like what Coochie said last year, send me down to AAA or move me in the bullpen. The fact that he can't do that is embarrassing. It really is embarrassing. It goes to show you the type of person he has. I had MLB players reach out to me saying, what's going on? What's going on with Alec Manoa? He was good for one year, and he thinks he just has to say to when, when you get sent down and when you can't. For example, one MLB player told me, you don't earn being that type of guy where you can just refuse a demotion until you're four years in the league. That's what he told me. He said, once you're four years in the league, you can kind of get away with kind of saying stuff like that. Not after one fucking good year, your rookie year, bro. 
or I guess one and a half years into the league. It's just the fact that this guy thinks that he has the authority after having one good season is insane to me, Avery. I'll, I'll never understand it. And at some point, if you want to be a professional baseball player, swallow your fucking pride and work on the kinks and work your ass off to get back up there because it's not given to you. It's fucking earned to play professional baseball. It's not given to you. Yeah, and one of the bad things I heard as well about the Buffalo. So he was taking up a roster spot in Buffalo, and obviously they needed someone. Apparently the pitching staff was just taxed all the time. I saw someone tweeted that. Sorry, whoever said that. I I have no idea how the Buffalo bullpen is. But him not being there hurt everyone else in Buffalo. So, I mean, him being selfish is obviously never a good thing, but it just fucks over so many more guys. Who knows? Someone gets injured there as well because they're pitching more than they should because Alcano refused to get down there. Um, Kind of showed how he went about his business with the shape he came into camp with, right? Yep. I didn't think it was that bad. Looking back on it, that shape was horrendous. And you know what, Avery? That's a good point. Looking into shape, looking into the camp, the shape that he came in, the shape that he came in kind of gives the vibes that it's like, I'm just, this roster spot's going to be given to me. I don't have to do this other type of stuff. I'm not going to speak on his work ethic, obviously. I'm not going to say this, not going to say that. But it's like, the way that he came into camp, it just looked lazy. It looked like he was expected to be that opening day guy. He honestly didn't even pitch well in spring training. Like, we just completely ignore that. Like, he did not pitch that well in spring training. Let's I think a that. lot of people can pitch poorly in spring training. Well, yeah, that's fine. But what, that's, a, that's fine. But that, that's like, a, that, that was kind of foreshadowing what was going to happen in this season, right? I guess it kind of did, right? But like that, even that St. Louis star, remember that? We were in the cold watching that fucking shit. Yeah. He got I, worked, Avery. I'll tell the story a million times. My bro- He would practice at Florida International where my brother went to school and um, the coaches would come up to my brother. Like my brother wasn't there to watch him throw and he was just like, oh, how'd he look? And all they said was he looks fucking massive. Like that was the only thing they caught. Nothing about his baseball ability. It's like he looks fucking massive. And I, I, they weren't trying to chirp him at that point. There was no reason for them to chirp him. Yeah. Uh, for that. So again, the roster spot should have been given to him. Like obviously, obviously, obviously. Yeah. But you can't go into camp expecting that shit, man. Well, like you still gotta have that mindset where it's like I'm still gonna work my ass off to go to level no, up. No, hundred percent. That's that is the difference between someone who's like mentally sharp and there, like. Max Scherzer's not doing that shit, right? Like he's yeah. not, he's not complacent with one good year. And I don't think Alec was either, but I think it really showed that the he wasn't as prepared as he needed to be, and mm-hmm. it fucked over a whole season. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's sad, um, especially a guy that's like a fan favorite like that, man. And you know, again, him not reporting to AAA as the one fan base that like protects him because everyone else, like you saw hubs started the season. They just want to call him a fat fuck. Like that's all anyone wants to say about Alec Manoa and the one fan base that obviously sticks up for him all the time. Cause he's fantastic last year. And he just kind of pushes him to the side. He's like, yeah, I don't want to go work on myself, get better and hopefully help the team at some point. So, I mean, he's got to find a way, make it up to the fans. Cause hasn't been a good look for him and I'm very very confused and interested as to why he hasn't talked yet me neither and and his silence because it, is kind of because if he because the team kind of comes out and trashes or the reporters come out and trash him a little bit and 
if he were to come out, that's what makes me believe all of this is true. Like if yes, if they say this and it's ridiculous, if I'm a guy who that's happening to, I'm getting trashed by reporters. I would come out even a tweet, like just exactly. Like an LOL he is not. Like- he is not worried about getting on social media and tweeting shit. If it was wrong, he would definitely come out and say what's being reported is wrong. Like I, whatever, I'm hurt or something. Because wasn't he? I don't know if he was trying to fake an injury, but he thought he had like some quad issues, some back issues or knee things as well. Um, so, yeah, man, just what a fucking situation it turned into. If you would have told me that Alec Manoa did this this season, I would. I probably would stop watching baseball and be like, you're you're fucked. I just this is my thing, man. It's just. Like you said, Avery, we defended this guy all year. We got in the mud. We made TikToks chirping MLB network reporters. We just, we stood up for this fucking guy. And they were all right. And they were, every single dude was right. He's lazy. He's a bum. And I'm not going to say I've heard this from players, okay? But former players that I know that played with him that aren't here, let me just say that, said that he is a terrible teammate. He's just not a good teammate. And a lot of pe- and he rubs a lot of people the wrong way. And and you get that vibe just from how cocky he is. Like the confidence he has. I know there's it's there's a fine line between confidence and being cocky, but the way that this dude talks is like going at Garrett Cole. Like just after one year in the league, like that rubs people the wrong way. Even people on your team when you're doing yeah. that so like early those on quotes in your career. Rocked when they happen. Because they we rocked. thought sure. like he could back it up. But now it's just like, it's like that stepbrothers line. Now the tuxedos seem kind of fucked up. <laughs> that's what it is. But that's enough about Alec Manoa, man. I mean, I'd, I feel like I could talk about it the whole day. Like, I really could. It's just, it's a frustrating. So topic. let's, let's, let's keep talking. Like it's, it is a focal point because I don't really want to talk about all those games as much. We're going to have to like, what are your, the front office? Yeah. What in the fuck are the next steps? I don't know if you can. It's very tough to mend a relationship like that when you let your team down. It's hard to go back in a locker room like that, Avery. Your team's in the middle of a fucking playoff race, and you don't want to do what it takes to get better to get back up here and help the team make the playoffs, right? God, thank God for Hinjin Ryu, obviously, for stepping in there. But someone made a very good point as well. Um, Ryu is obviously really good friends with Alec Manoa, and Alec Manoa refusing a demotion and kind of not being happy for Ryu as a teammate, as a friend, is kind of a slap in the face to Ryu as well, though. No, it kind of shows you the type of guy that he is, right? Like, what do you? You're gonna need to explain that again. But like, okay, this is my this is my thought process, right? Alec Manoa thinking he's deserving to be up in the show, which obviously would mean he'd be the five guy, and obviously refusing a demotion and just being a terrible teammate kind of sh- takes away oh, yeah, from how yeah. good Ryu has been, right? Who like, do you think? So Alec Manoa in his head is thinking, I'm better than someone on the starting staff right now, right? And who's that guy? It's Ryu. That's the odd man out, right? That's the fifth man, yeah. right? Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I might be grasping at straws with that. And if I am, I'm sorry, but it's just, it's just, that's the vibe that it could, it could give someone like Ryu, or that's a vibe that it could give the teammates. Like, Oh, this guy thinks he's up here. He thinks he's better than any of us in this pitching room right now in this bullpen in the starting rotation. That's the vibe it gives. I don't know. Not to dwell on it. Obviously I'm, keep going on. So 
the only way things get mended, and I've said this before too, he needs to lose like fifty fucking pounds and come into camp. He really does. No, he like he ha- like that's like, the only it might way. not affect his baseball at all, but you got to show that you've committed to being back and helping this team. And for him, his easy one is to lose a lot of weight. Yeah, that's the only way. But that we, we like I said, you, like you said, man, we could talk about this for fucking forever. But let's go into some other things with the Toronto Blue Jays that I kind of noticed this week is the lack of fans at the stadium, man. Like back to back nights in the biggest series of the year, uh, you have the lowest attendance all season in September. And I know schools back obviously a lot of people, but school isn't the students don't make up twenty thousand. Like you know. I, I guess, but, but kid- think about it. It's back to work for the people who would take the kids too. Yeah. So like, we've been doing it the whole time. But if someone had say summers off, you're way more likely to just go go out and get back. You don't have to worry about going to work the next day. That's even the same with me. Like and you. It's like I can't go to back to back Jays games, man. Like I'm gonna get home at eleven. I got to go to fucking work the next day. It's gonna be yeah. tough. So I think that. That's more where it's at. People going back and also having to take your kids to school as well. Right. Like you said, I mean, I'm not going to blame the fan. Oh, bad fan base, this bad fan base, that. But in in September and previous seasons, the attendance has been fine when people and people were in school in September. It's not a difference. Like I remember last year, September, it was fucking packed. Yeah. Like that's not a val that valid. I'm sure the weekend will be. I think the weekend will be fine. I don't know. I think it's bobblehead day tomorrow, so. Yeah, so surely it'll be filled. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's weird. It just it seems like uh, it seems like the boring brand of baseball is maybe taking an effect on fans. I'm not going to blame. See, I don't. I don't. I disagree. You with don't think that. so? I don't know, man. I really do. Like, I used to not care. I used to work. Like I said I used to work at a golf course at like five a.m. I'd have to. I'd have to wait. I'd have to be up at four thirty a.m. I didn't care going to a Jays game and watching them hit a thousand home runs like in tw- like that when I, I was working there in 2021, like when that season they had just hit infinity home runs when they were just an absolute wagon with Simeon and stuff like that. I didn't mind like, all right, I'm going to the Jays game today. Watch a fucking trillion home runs, watch a nine nothing comeback, whatever it was against the Athletics. And you know what? If I have to go to work early, I have to go to work early. Now it's like you go, you're going to a Blue Jays game. Lord knows that they're gonna fucking score a run, let alone hit a home run. <laughs> You know, it just, I don't know. It, it, it could be a factor for sure. I don't know if it plays a massive, massive, massive factor in it, but it definitely plays at least a little bit of something. Like, it's just, it, it's boring. We talked about it on the stream. We're like, I've never had to watch Blue Jays games in my lifetime where I'm like, when the fuck is this going to end? Like, please make this game end. Yeah, not, not in the good seasons. Yeah, exactly. Obviously. I'm saying like the last three or four years, obviously, yeah. right? Like, I don't know. It just, yeah, it's, uh, it, it, this is a weird year. It's a really, really weird year. But this is a question that I've been seeing on Twitter actually a lot as of late. If the Jays don't make the playoffs this year, I don't know, and he shouldn't be taking the blame. I don't know how you don't fire Ross Atkins. Eight years with the Toronto Blue Jays, or Mark Shapiro and, and Ross Atkins. Eight years with the Toronto Blue Jays, zero playoff wins. How do you justify keeping that? How? I to don't. a boardroom. How do you justify keeping that to the Rogers, the Rogers boardroom? How do you justify keeping that to a fan base? Well, especially that they spent this much money this season, right? Yeah, I, I don't know how you justify that. One and two, it's like I know it's not his fault, but someone's gonna have to fall on the sword. You can't fire the entire fucking team. You can't trade and ever away the entire single team. It just 
he's gonna have to he's gonna have to take the blame for this. And yeah, well, zero I, playoff wins in eight years is zero playoff wins in eight years. No how matter many how years you look at it. Was Heim Bloom with and, the Red Sox? Yeah, I don't. I think it's within the same regime as Atkins, though. No. Yeah, and Heim Bloom fucking rebuilt a farm system pretty quick. Pretty quickly after having to get rid of the best player in baseball, potentially being forced into that. Ross had his time to rebuild it, and it has resulted in nothing but disappointment. Do I think things could have gone better? For sure. Um, last year, that was bullshit how that went. We all know yeah. how that happened. There should be at least a playoff win uh, to show for that. But like, at what point are we just going to keep being the same thing? Yeah. But, so, but in, in another aspect I'm of not, it, Avery, I'm not one it's... to think he should definitely lose his job, but if he gets canned, I'm not surprised at this point if they don't make the playoffs. And this is another thing, though, Avery. It's like this team has no future in it right now. All the guys that are good on this team, besides the Buffalo Boys, I guess, are old vets. Like, you can't look at a, 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 a Baltimore Orioles. I know that's a crazy comparison, but. They have a future, and they're good right now. The Jays have never been good and then had another future coming up that could help this team and just make this team competitive for a very long period of time. It, just, it doesn't seem like there's like a light at the end of the tunnel here. It's like sign free agents or make trades or you're fucked. That's it, especially with the pitching stuff, right? You're right, Johnny. I Just got to be a vent session today. Just, Just get it all out. Everything that makes you frustrated. Yeah. Maybe it'll be better. It's yeah. all right, though. I mean, it's all right. Listen, man. I mean, at the end of the day, dude, it's. you. This sounds fucked, but it's just it's just a sport. I know it's just a sport, but at the end of the day, it's like Sports, it's just... every time this happens. So I I had the feeling after game two last year, obviously. And then when the Chiefs lost that Bucks Super Bowl, I I'd never watched as much football and like paid attention to when they lost that Super Bowl. And two, I don't know if I'd ever been that sad in my whole entire life. Those two times, not no people like dying in my life. Luckily, I haven't had any like real family, like really, really close to me, immediate family pass away. But dude, I get so fucking sad when that happens. Um, And it just makes me think sports are just. We invest everything. It's everything we got, man. We should we should just not. Just not watch sports. It, it's, it's healthier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That, you, the way is. you watch hockey and the way you do other stuff is so, so much better. For yeah, I just I, I watch health. it just to watch it. I don't really have a dog in the fight. Usually, a lot of the times I'm watching it, and it's a fun way to do. It. Everyone fucking chirps me. Why don't you have an NFL team? Why don't you have this? I got the Toronto Blue Jays, brother. I got the Toronto Blue Jays that I haven't won a World Series since 1993. Uh, not not boo hoo. Feel bad for me, but it's just they've been to the playoffs. I'm not even going to count the wild card stuff. They've been to the playoff. The last time they won a playoff game, I was, I was 19, you know, like, it's like, I don't know. It, it, it just, I'm looking at other fan bases out here complaining like the fucking Yankees, dude, you've been in the ALCS every goddamn year. What are you complaining about? Yeah. I would kill for that shit. You know, it's just, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's a weird, weird season this year, and we're only a game and a half back. I know. I know we're only a game and a half back, but when you get kicked in the dick like that at home, event session like this is needed. That's just what it is. This, this is a let it out. Been... We're going to call this podcast Let It Out. 
The let it out podcast. Or what do you call the uh, the spaces when things are bad? Let it all out. Let, let it, it all, all out. Truth circle. Yeah. But <laughs> and in other news, though, I'm I'm all the way back in on Blue Jays' dad. Um, I couldn't be more all in. He's, uh, he's having other spaces right he's now. Ha- he's having a space right now, and someone just texted me that Blue Jays' dad's asking for you. Um, I just he is a character, and I got him to admit the other day that he's a troll. Like I was like, listen, and I wish I wish we were smart enough to put be able to put that clip in here, but I tweeted it. Um, Blue Jays' dad was just like. I was like, listen, Blue Jays dad, let, let, this is a true circle. You don't mean the stuff you tweet. And then he's like, well, uh, he was pretty much just like, I Blue Jays dad is a character that I play. Like he's, where are you at with that, Avery? Do you think that he's full blown or do you think he sometimes believes a lot of the shit that he says? Because some of the stuff he says, it, it's a lot trolly where it's like, okay. But it's like, you know, you have to genuinely, genuinely believe this to tweet. Like, the WRC tweets is funny. That's just yeah. funny trolling. Um, I don't want to give Blue Jays had the benefit of the doubt of being one of the funnier guys to do it on, on Twitter. So I'm going to think, or I'm going to say he's not doing it totally on purpose, but he knows what will trigger some people like me and you. So that's what he does in the meantime. Like the Kevin Biggio over Brandon Belt tweet. He meant that wholeheartedly. Yeah, that wasn't a troll. So I think he's like 50 50. And when people make fun of him, he can just say, oh, yeah, I was joking. Yeah, I think it's yeah. I think he he pulls the 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 classic card when you get caught where he's like, oh, I'm just joking. You know, or it's like you're the entire Internet's body bagging you. Yeah, I'm just joking. Yeah, L- exactly. luckily, I haven't had to do that yet. But another <laughs> guy, um, craziest interaction I've ever seen on Twitter was Tao of Steve, biggest fucking idiot loser. I hope he hears this. The biggest loser on Twitter. He's worse than Mike Wilner. Actually, they're up there. They're both up there, actually. Mike Wilner's pretty bad. Um, Saying to a guy in an argument about Vladdy, I'm sorry your dad didn't hug you when you were growing up. Like, what? who says that in an argument? And then the guy says, my dad actually died 13 years ago. And then Tao of Steve, like the little fucking rot weasel he is, decided to, decided to delete the tweet and just not acknowledge that he pretty much made fun of someone's dead father. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And Avery, the thing that I don't understand is, is like, if we ever get caught up in something like that where I chirp someone and it's like fucked up, I'll acknowledge it. You gotta, the thing is, you have to own up to the shit that you do. Just deleting it from the internet, even though there's screenshots that exist, is kind of crazy though, no? It's like, have a spine, dude. Yeah, that's, that's just a weird one to get into because... He didn't. He didn't want that to happen. I hope. But it's just a weird. You just never bring family into chirps. Like you never say something like, "I'm sorry, your dad didn't hug you," or just weird shit like that. Man, it's like I mean, that's always there's always the potential that someone's tell me. Tell me if you've heard this before. But weird people do weird shit. Okay, I've heard that before. I've definitely heard that before. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's his name is Tal of Steven. He's a grown man. grown. Yeah, he's a grown man behind an account that doesn't have his name or his face. Exactly. So that's the being best able to, to say it. spineless, gutless things are pretty easy, actually. Yeah, that's a good point. But another thing, a positive from the weekend or from this week is just why Jays have been, has been putting on a singing clinic on Twitter. <laughs> and I don't know where this stuff orchestrated from. Um, it had to this, have been them because they start everything. They start like. everything. Um, but the YJ's tweets are he's just incredible. He really is. He's. And tonight he brought out instruments for it. He was he was playing instruments while doing it. It was just 
it was a master class from our guy and i tapped in a little bit too i'll be honest i did i think i did four songs in two nights karaoke makes it it lightens the mood a little bit on blue jays twitter you know <laughs> yeah we needed something to kind of get it get us through this week do we have to go through game by game no i don't i don't want to i don't want to let's just go to listener questions jay's got swept all right everyone jay's got swept and they fucking they, sucked every single person fu- and the thing is every game was pretty much the same I dog walk and the stream early dog walk and the stream early dog walk and the stream early dog walk and the stream early. That was it. Never had a chance in any of those fucking games. John Schneider never had a chance managing wise, just been an absolute clown. Um, the, the Trevor Richards stuff, putting Trevor Richards in games like tonight, instead of Jordan Hicks, who's a guy you traded for to be good and, late innings in a close game, whatever. Puts Trevor Richards there. Trevor Richards get his dick, gets his dick shoved in. The Silver Fox is dead, Avery. The Silver Fox is dead. Yeah. He's done. The, his injury ruined his season. So nothing we can do about that. All right, listener questions. We got a, we got a lot of them, so we'll kind of dive into Actually, these. wait a second, Avery. Before we go into that, we got to talk about Bobo Vigio. He's been, he's been the only bright spot right now of this team, right? He's hitting 333 in his last seven with a 400 OBP and a 619 slugging percentage. It's time to respect Bubble Biggio, folks. It's time to respect the bad man. It's time to respect (laughs) him. I'm back in. I'm starting to like him more and more every day. I think I said this on the (laughs) last podcast as well. He seems like a good dude. like Just a team guy. A locker room guy. Everyone loves him. Yeah, they do. Yeah, let's go to listen to to questions. I don't even want to talk about the Blue Jays right now. I really don't. All right. Is it better to get into the playoffs and get swept or just miss them completely? Easiest question ever. Get into the playoffs. I just want extra ball. That's I, I just want extra ball. Okay, I do. So are you – this team isn't winning a World Series. We we don't hit enough home runs. Just Breaking news. Yeah, this team is not winning a World Series. I, I, I'm ready to admit it now, Avery. This team is not winning a World Series. Nope. So – or do you want more change within the organization quicker or are you okay with another year of the same shit next year is where I'm kind of at. Will it be another year of the same shit though? If they get swept in the playoffs, that's eight years. Still no playoff wins. doesn't matter for to Rogers. If you get into the playoffs. I'm just saying I'm more thinking they keep Ross. They keep Mark Shapiro. They keep John Schneider that. Cause how do you, John Shatter's been has the best winning percentage of any Blue Jays manager ever, right? Yeah. It's short of sample size still. But how as someone who got the team into the playoffs two years in a row, um, after you come in halfway through a season, how can you how can you not bring that guy back? I I and how so can you, you not, what's what's your answer to that question? I'd rather them not miss the play or not make the playoffs. Really? Instead of just getting in the playoffs and getting swept again. I want, but you know, you, you, you're an advocate for extra ball though. No, you're one of the guys that wants more ball. I know. And I'm starting to think I want some change. Like I want, I need the blue Jays in the playoffs, man. Like hundred percent. That's all I want. But if they go in there and get swept, we don't see change at all. Okay. So I don't, I think if they make it in, they can fucking win a baseball game. Um, but if they end up getting embarrassingly swept, like last season, it's all for naught again. And it's like, okay whatever yeah that's a good point i guess i don't know yeah we have mu- mu- multiple multiple questions is the season over 
I'm half in the door of it being over. I'm half. Two and a half games back right now, technically. Technically. Two and a half back. What are the... What does Johnny's algorithm say the Jays' chances are of getting It's down place? to 38%. The actual one or Johnny's algorithm? Johnny's algorithm. 38%. 38%. Okay. You sweep Boston this weekend, I'm back in, by the way. I just want to make, make that clear. You sweep Boston this weekend, I'm back in. I and that's the, that's the beautiful thing about baseball is you fucking play again tomorrow. I did say on stream today, I wish we had an off day today i do i do too i just need a break from ball i need a break from ball but tomorrow's jock night so i'm back in that's that's the only game i'll go to for the rest of the year until they prove otherwise and they make me want to go to a game that's where i'm at with it yeah four straight games getting your dicks kicked in um, isn't always good yeah okay an nl team you wish to see succeed this postseason uh team obviously um a team i have a lot of friends on Um, i'm I'm there too it's the only one i want the Phillies, right? The Philadelphia Phillies. I, I, yeah, Bryson's one of my best friends. Obviously, he's on a heater. I mean, that, he's just he's the best ever to do. He's just making catches, hitting three hundred. They Jays drafted Manoa in front of him, and I'll still be mad to this day about that. But and Corbin um, Carroll, and Corbin Carroll too. But uh, yeah, I, the, for me, it's the Phillies. I want to see the Phillies be good, man. I want to see Bryson in the playoffs. I want to see uh, Schwarber go crazy. Um, I just just, it, just think yeah. about it. Every day in spring training, we played COD with Kyle Schwarber and. And Bryson. I know yeah. obviously Bryson's your boy, but if we're, we might help be the reason they win the world, like we could almost get rings because we were a crucial part into preparing them for we a season that was very important. Yeah, exactly. So that's for me, it's the Phillies. And for obviously for you. Yeah. Yeah. I want the Phillies to do well. And maybe even, I kind of like the D backs too. I don't know where they are in the playoff, playoff race. I know they're in that clump of teams that are kind of shit. Um, you know, oh my God. Holy fuck. Um, okay, we'll go to the... There's some Alex Anthopoulos talk here. Okay. Does Alex Anthopoulos making the Braves a super team make the whole Blue Jays situation <laughs> worse? I don't think it does. And I, I saw a lot of points made about this. So Alex Anthopoulos obviously went to the Dodgers before. And clearly, when he was on the Dodgers, he probably learned something crazy because that team is just a breeding factory of absolute freaks. Um he learned a lot there, I'm assuming, and I I don't think he would be where he is at now if he didn't go to the L.A. Dodgers. I really don't. And obviously the Braves use a lot of an analytical approach, but with Tyler Matzik and like Strider and all these guys I've talked to about him like on the podcast and even off record, he's very hands-on at us organization. I know people are probably like Alex Anthopoulos this, Alex Anthopoulos that, but he's very hands-on like he's not just letting the analytical nerds run this team he runs the team it's not like he's just having them full full full-blown say whatever the fuck they want like he's doing a lot of this stuff so i i do think things would be different here in toronto if he was still here i do think this team would be better and they and like boba shet and vladdy would be on these kind of team-friendly deals which would allow him to sign a lot of these guys or make a lot of these matt olson type-esque trades and the murphy trades but I want to say no, but my heart's telling me yes, man. I love Double A, man. I'll never forget well, that 2015, 20. Exactly, our our fondest memories of Blue Jays baseball. Were he did at, it. It's because of him, right? Quite literally, that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I'm I'm there with you. It, uh, it. I never think about it in the moment, but when it gets brought up, when they win what seven straight, eight straight division titles, something stupid like that, definitely makes you think about it. Because of the series and the lack of offense. Um, John Schneider and Guillermo, do you think they're gone next year? 
I think Guillermo's 100% gone. Especially Guillermo that, is gone for sure. Especially with the Buffalo boys doing having so much success in the major leagues right off the bat. I think it's an it's a testament to how good the AAA hitting coach is. I really do. I think they're going to promote from within and maybe and call him up, obviously. I mean, the, the, the proof's in the pudding with the numbers these guys have put up, right, Abe? It's like, how how can you not do that, right? And all the guys love him. I mean, Schneider and Ernie have told me nothing but good things about him. Luplo loved him. And clearly he knows what he's doing. He turned, no respect, he turned Ernie Clement, who, like I said, was DFA'd by the A's, into a 1,000 OPS hitter in the major leagues. He went two for four again two days ago, Ernie. Like, it's what he's teaching, what he's preaching is clearly working, Avery. Yeah, I agree. And when... When all the even casual fans know the hitting coach's name, I'll say it. It's probably not a good thing for the hitting coach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, would you rather watch the A's for the rest of the year or the Toronto Blue Jays? The Blue Jays, obviously. Come on, bro. It was a question that was asked. Yeah. The Blue I mean, Jays. I love Zach Geloff on, on the Blue Jays at some point. Ruiz just not being able to catch any baseballs in center field or and hit. another thing uh shout out Blake Murphy he he DM me this the Toronto Blue Jays are the worst in baseball hitting uh, slugging a 375 so slugging 375 on middle middle fastballs you heard that correctly the Toronto Blue Jays are only ahead of the Oakland Athletics in slugging percentage on middle, middle pitches, down the dick, down the cock, as the people say, they have the 58th of 65 hitters to see of those. Chapman is 63rd in baseball out of 65 in that. And I don't know what that stat is, but <laughs> I don't know what that's saying. I think it's of like qualified hitters or who, yeah, have, yeah, seen, yeah, yeah. who have seen more than 100 middle, middle yeah. fast. Sorry, yes, yeah, so that, that, that's what he said. Sorry, I, I didn't read what he said correctly. He is 63rd out of 65 qualified hitters on middle, middle pitches and slugging percentage. Sorry, everyone. My dumb brain couldn't read that fast enough. But, yes, that's insane. Oh, all right. Someone asked if I also plan on dying young, like Johnny said. Um, yeah, you know, I, I still got some life to live. I thought I wanted to die young for sure. Like, high school days. It's like, I'll just go to college, and then after that, like, I'll live my best life. But I've... <laughs> But I've enjoyed life much more out of college than I have when I was in it. So I think I think I'll keep doing this life thing for a while, hopefully. Yeah. Um someone says I'm in the clear for being late to work as Kitchener is far as fuck from where I live, which is the truth. Nice yeah. hour drive. I'm like 35 minutes away. Yeah. Um, someone asked, when will we ever have joy again? Once that last pitch is thrown this year and we've turned the page. Coach I says think the week after. Coach says as soon as you take the uniform off, you got to clear it, right? Yep, so exactly. Once the Luplo jersey uh, is off after the last game, I think yeah, that last pod's gonna be a banger. Whenever it is, it's just gonna be a banger. And the Gate 14 Awards. There's so much shit to talk about from this year in those Gate 14 Awards. <laughs> I feel like way funnier shit happened last year though. Oh, for sure, the Zim bomb. Like yeah, a lot, a lot of funny shit happened for sure. And the sex in the stadium. Yeah, yeah, there is a lot of that. I but think the, the Buck Martinez and he started having sex clip. You know that's making the fucking cut. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah. Oh man, uh, do you think the Jays have the trade capital to take a shot at Trout next year if he requests a trade? 
I think they do. I mean, n- to compete with other teams in that? No, I, I don't think they do. <laughs> but there is definitely um, an avenue, or, or Ralvis, or Ricky Tiedemann, um, Barger. Like there's a, but you'd have to, you'd have to just dump the farm system. Like you would have the worst farm system to ever walk this planet for that trade ever. Yep, and it might be the last ditch effort. Yeah, for Ross, if he's there. Yeah. Um, I don't think they have. I don't ha- think they have the capital to get it done because having good trade capital means you still have some things intact, hopefully by the yeah. end of it. And they w- just wouldn't. Uh, would you rather not win a World Series for the next five years or sign Matt Chapman to a five-year deal? Not win a World Series next five years. I can't deal with Chappie anymore. I can't. His at-bats today were even worse. Just when I thought they couldn't get any worse, they get worse. He's so bad. He's so, 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 so bad. I mean, that boy MVP. <laughs> yeah, when they when they brought it up today that he still leads the team and wins above replacement. It's that sad. It is very sad because all I would love to know how many wins he had in the Linsanity Two. Month. Two. There it is. Like two thirds of his wins came in one month and he's accumulated just one over the rest of it. Which yeah. is more than what v- Vladi's accumulated over the whole year. Vladi's so. at point four now. Congrats, Vladi. <laughs> Out of boy. Replacement level player. Um yeah, I think that's gonna be it here for some some listener questions. Big weekend coming up though, Abe. I mean, I got Morgan Wall on Saturday. You got date night tomorrow. Uh we won't say what we're doing tomorrow. Obviously, I don't want to whatever. Well, like, we'll we'll be back together. Yeah, I think on yeah, date tomorrow. night. Yeah. Date night is just never it's never gonna be alone. It's just gonna be hanging out with the boys all the time. Yeah, which which is, is fine. I'm sure she's fine with that. Oh yeah. But <laughs> But uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's. Uh, Are you excited we, for Morgan Wallen? I'm excited for Morgan Wallen. I really am. I'm, I'm. I have like a little bit FOMO for that one because I. It's probably like the only country artist I listen to religiously. Decent, like not religiously, but like the only one where I kind of know more shit than I think I know. Oh, so for like, sure. I, so I'd know pretty much any song he played there, yeah. and just seeing everyone there tonight. Everyone's gonna be there tomorrow. Just anyone who you have on Instagram is going to be at a Morgan Wallen show in the next uh, two nights, but I'm excited for the boys to go. I know I'm glad that you got to go. At least one of us is there. And shout out to the listener though. I'm going to give a shout out to the name, obviously, man. Um, Where is it? I get so many fucking DMs. Where is it? Um, That Charlie. guy knows who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Charlie, man. I mean, DM me, give me such a good deal on the, on the ticket. I know it's one ticket obviously doesn't help you that much, but um. I do appreciate you, man. And I've got a couple of listeners reach out for tickets if I wanted tickets and stuff like that. So it means the world. And obviously, I'm very, very lucky um, for that. And uh, I love you guys, man. And uh, let's go into the series preview this weekend. Um, pitching matchups are Barrios versus Bello, Chris Sale versus Bassett, Ryu versus Pavetta. Jays get swept. I'm just going to say. Yeah, what the fuck? The pitching matchups, like those guys aren't. Crazy good, but Brian Bayo probably beats the Blue Jays handily. Yeah. Chris Sale's been so ass. Pavetta's fucking terrible. They're gonna, the the Red Sox are gonna take two out of three. Come on. Yeah, and if it's two out of three, it's we have an it's over episode. Yeah. If it's two out of three, it's officially it's it's dead in the water. Fit dead as fuck. Yeah. Couldn't Queen Elizabeth, shout out Izzy. Dead. <laughs> dead as shit. Uh, yeah, that, that's how dead it is. But 
just don't let this this is kind of like the summer's winding down. I mean, we're getting into the fall now. So just enjoy what we got going here the next couple of weeks. Go to Morgan Wallen if you can, Friday, Saturday. If you don't want to spend nine hundred dollars, I completely understand. Um love you guys, man. Uh sorry that you had to go through this. Sorry you had to go through this, but I hate to say it, but I don't there's this is gonna be sad for listeners. There's about five gate fourteen episodes left in this season. Wow. I shouldn't have said that. That that's depressing. <laughs> yeah, fuck off, man. That's like so there's 15 games left. So that's two Dude, this weeks. Year, this year has gone by so quick. It really like, has. Just think about when we were in St. Louis. That feels like yesterday. It, do- we were- it really doesn't feel that long ago. It really doesn't, it. No. And that was in April. Like April was so long ago. <laughs> like I remember <laughs> doing the Kikuchi streams for spring training in my room. Yeah. It's wild. It wasn't man, that long ago. What a ride it's been. Second full year with Gate 14. And like I said. Five, hopefully six more episodes left, man. Uh, love you guys, man. Uh, gate 14 forever. A little shorter, little of a shorter one today, but that's what happens when they play like shit. That's what happens when they play like shit. We just kind of let it all out. So love you guys, man. Um, let's have ourselves a weekend, and uh, we will chat Sunday, hopefully with JR on the bill. Love you guys.